0: Jessica Cruz gets the worst training officer possible. We'll tell you all about it in Green Lanterns Volume 4, The First Rage, straight ahead. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. When DC Rebirth launched, there were two different Green Lantern titles. There was Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, which focused on the better-known Green Lanterns out having space opera adventures. Meanwhile, there were two Green Lanterns who were stationed on Earth, Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz and they were forced to work as partners because Hal Jordan uh, gave them only one power battery between them. At first, they clashed, but then they became friends as well as partners, working together and growing through the first three books. At the end of the third book, Jon Stewart recalled them to Mogo for training without really giving them much chance to prepare. It's kind of a dubious move, because they really could have been in the middle of something when he just whisked them away. But in the first three issues of this book, they do arrive on Mogo and undergo training. For Simon, this is a mere matter of learning to use more imagination when he uses his power ring. And for that, he's trained by Kyle Rayner. Rainer had been an artist before he became a Green Lantern and so this is a a really fun uh, section. The art throughout this book is really good and really expressive, fitting the unique power set of the Green Lanterns in terms of being able to make these willpower constructs as well as showing all of this majestic uh, stuff in space and the different species. It's particularly fun as a Simon has to work his way through a maze that Kyle created with his ring. And uh, it's just a pretty fun battle. Jessica faces a bigger challenge. Prior to getting her ring, she suffered from anxiety. So much so that uh, she couldn't even leave her apartment. But she's shown marked improvement and has achieved some key victories as a Green Lantern. Also, in fighting uh, on the side of the Justice League, having helped take down several heavy hitters. So, of course, when she gets to Mogo, they take away her Green Lantern symbol because she is in training and hasn't even passed her basic training, despite uh, having this whole saving earth several times thing. They're not going to stop that from standing in the way of the rules. To top this off, for a training officer, Jessica gets Guy Gardner. Probably the worst possible person you could give to someone who has uh, had some emotional challenges. as while Gardner definitely has his good side, he can be a pretty big jerk when you're uh, first getting to know him. And that's the case here as he makes her absolutely miserable throughout the entire training period. She manages to hang on partially uh, with some... Very kind advice from Kilowog, the longtime uh, Green Lantern veteran who really does play that sort of uh, sage veteran role in giving her just some really good inspiration. And uh, it's a beautiful scene as he tells a Lantern legend and reminds her that she has what it takes. And she does, of course, pass training, though after she decks Guy Gardner, and who could blame her? Of course, while our heroes are going through training, that's not actually the most important thing that's going on in these first three issues. This is all setting up a bigger story, and Part of this has been set up throughout the Green Lanterns uh, story, and I strongly recommend if you haven't read the earlier volumes to pick them up. But there are a couple of key things going on. First, uh, we're seeing some people who were recruited as the earliest Lanterns at the very dawn of the Corps. At the same time, Volthoom, who wielded the first ring, a ring that could access the entire emotional spectrum. Because in the DC Universe, it was established uh, that uh, there are multiple spectrums, and there were actually multiple lantern cores uh, for things such as hope, avarice, and, of course, the Sinestro Corps were fear, and Volthoom wielded them all till the Guardians took the power away. In the second volume, he took over Remy, a renegade Guardian, uh, who he's managed to finagle getting to come home so that he can access some information To reclaim an artifact, he'll take him back to his home universe. His travel lantern. And our stories converge because Volthoom needs Jessica's ring uh, in order to complete this plan. And so the first assignment that Jessica and Simon get after passing their test is to provide an escort for Rami. fourth issue in this book is The Return of the First Lantern, which has them heading to the Vault of Shadows. And this is where the story comes to a head. I like that it doesn't jump right into the action. It has some character moments. There's just a really nice page that is just Simon and Jessica talking about how they're eager to get home. At the same time, Simon is writing a letter to an old friend who isn't feeling kindly towards him now that he's assumed the Lantern powers. In the vault, they run into actually one of the first uh, lanterns uh, who is apparently guarding the place and actually, for some reason, recognizes uh, Simon and Jessica. In the course of events, Fulthum reveals himself and sets out to fulfill his plan to get back to his home universe with his travel lantern, and the story does end on a cliffhanger. One thing I will note about the fight that occurs is that Simon suffers pretty badly in the fight, relying upon his ring. And I do hope it's something that they visit in the next volume, because in the previous volume, Batman convinced Simon to give up his gun, which he carried along with his lantern, because he needed to rely on his lantern ring. Simon does that and has a pretty big issue occur, and... I uh, don't think it would be realistic if he doesn't question whether he made the right decision in giving up the gun. So I hope that they at least address that in the next volume. The final issue in this book, The First Ring, actually tells more about how the uh, ring was formed, as well as Volthoom's relationship to Rami. What we've learned from Volthoom is that He believes that the Guardians truly wronged him, and uh, they stopped him from going back to save his home universe. And that turns out to be just his matter of perspective, as we learn uh, more details on the full event. It's a good twist, and it does show uh, that uh, you can only rely so much on a single person or, or their own single perspective. Overall, this book has some fantastic art, a very good story, even though it's not quite finished in this book. The meeting up with John Stewart, Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner, and Guy Gardner is nice even if uh, what happens is not hugely uh eventful. If you've got two Green Lantern books, it's important that they do feel connected in some way. Plus, it's nice to have these newer Lanterns interacting with the more classically well-known characters. While I don't know the final outcome of this whole situation with Volthoom, I do think that uh, writer Sam Humphreys has really set this up as an epic story. So finishing it, I was saddened that we got a cliffhanger, but this is part of such a big story that it really left me wanting to read the next volume. So overall, I'll give this book a rating of classy. And I highly recommend getting all of uh, Sam Humphrey's uh, volumes, going back to Volume 1. This is uh, just uh, such a real fun and enjoyable series to read with great character work and really fantastic art. All right, that will do it for today. If you do have a comment, send it to me, uh, ClassyComicsGuy at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Classy Comics Guy. And check out the website, ClassyComicsGuy.com. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.